Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Should we rename it the not-so-happy hour? <laughs> we're going to go back to before the bad things happened yeah. for this happy the before hour. Times. Yes. Yes. Before, before times. Before the latest. When we were innocent and pure this week. The latest uh, massacre, the gun, latest gun massacre in America. Well, you know what? Hal Sparks is, he is my happy place. Yes. I must say. He's one of the things that makes everything better. And so, uh, yeah, we had a, a special hour with Hal that is always healing. Yes. And uh, listen, it's why we're doing a Save Democracy Sexy Liberal Tour, because democracy really is hanging in the balance. And mm-hmm. we were saying it, it, this midterm is is it. Yep. If you've had enough, as my T-shirt says, of uh, gun violence, of your kid uh, uh, you know, being slaughtered at school or you being slaughtered in a supermarket, if you've had enough of uh, people wanting to violently overthrow the United States and uh, women's rights that they've had for 50 years, you've got to turn out. Yes. And uh, um, Hal is my happy, clappy warrior. Yes. Yeah. He's a confection for the weekend. He is. All right. So please enjoy House Sparks. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. All right, never mind the fact that that is a Vladimir Putin talking point. 
yeah. that that actually that remember one of the reasons besides the denazification of the Jewish run country of Ukraine that Vladimir Putin was using for invading the place was because they were a bunch of trans supporting oyster eaters. And <laughs> that that has literally become the the like I guess the Trump march. Uh, I guess he's still getting marching orders from Russia. They're right. just now the PR ones, right. obviously. I just ate. And, I just ate oysters yesterday. I'd like to point that out. I am oh an oyster eater of the highest order. Figures told yep. you, well. nailed it. Right? <laughs> Did they By the work? Way, I thought. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Seeing you is always like eating oysters. I know. You know it's like, like, yeah. Like you're you're doing oyster, right. what? I thought, you know what? I wasn't, I thought you cut your hair, but no, you were, it's a ponytail. No. But you were That's saying, right. I, this was interesting. I had not, you said, uh, my favorite new term that people use when misgendering me is ma'am, sir. I thought we yeah. were, I thought we were over the idea that men can't have long hair, but I guess everything is in the fifties again. Yes. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah everybody like, literally they're just like, I don't, I don't care. I'll just. I'm so afraid of being wrong. I'll just say both. Like, that's where we are right now. And it's just, ma'am, sir, ma'am, sir, ma'am, sir. <laughs> it's, it's like, yo, yo was originally supposed to be like a gender-free right. pronoun, right? Yeah. And uh, like, hey, yo, hey, yo, like that. Uh, well, that. I've already confirmed, no matter what your hair length, that you are the, uh, let's just say the anti-Alex Jones in certain areas. Sure, sure. You uh, know, I lack the I, bloating. I, I, uh, I, I tour with men where the, where the tightest pants in the world, Hal Sparks and John Fugel saying, um, you were quoting uh, Alex Jones who said, I don't care if you're black or white, uh, penises are the third of size they were of a 1960s male. And you said, hi, dummy, it's just you and your was always small. It's your gut that got big. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that was... <laughs> I, yeah, I, 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 I mean, you can't handle these people's stuff that they post or that is posted about them seriously. I think that's the mistake most people make. Like the, like the Civil War tweet that's been floating around because oh, yeah, Donald yeah. Trump, you know, uh, you know, retweet, retruth somebody on, you know, or Truth twerps. Central. I call them, yeah, I say they're twerps. Uh, that's where they're <laughs> on Truth Social, you twerp. Truth Sensual. Yeah, Truth Sensual. And um, he, he, there was this, civil war tweet well he was that which was responding to another tweet where somebody else was saying that that's you know countries tear them apart from inside i don't think he was calling for civil war i just think he's too stupid to know that people will read it as such because we're the only people who think he's important anymore the rest of the like (laughs) he doesn't trump of all people knows he's the least important person on the planet and i think we should start agreeing with him yeah he well let's see it was not just that he also Let's see, what were his targets this weekend, Travis? Uh, Twitter, the Wall Street Journal, uh, his former endorsee about Alabama Senate candidate Mo Brooks. Uh, Yeah, who's who's Uh, surging ahead, right. Yeah, how are those Trump endorsements going? That's mm-hmm. not so good. It's not. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, don't you? Don't, you hey, he already spent two hey. million on what's his name Purdue, and he's like, I don't, I have nothing to do with him. I'm like, yeah. no, you just, it's too late. You know why? He's you gonna know, lose by thirty favorite. points. Yes, and. <laughs> It's like that will well Purdue put out that tweet like look I may be losing but I'm not losing by 30 points like that's that's a sign you're tired of winning and and his biggest complaint about Purdue is he's lazy I'm like dude he's your choice that if that is any better indication of who you think should be in government and it's like the Rand Paul methodology you know and the Republican ideology that's put any of them in office the Republican running theme is government sucks it can't do anything right uh, elect me and i'll prove it 
Yes, yes. Oh, here's the Civil War tweet. He shared an account uh, called MAGA King Thanos. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, the greatest genocider in the entire right. universe. Right. Sure. It added the caption Civil War to a screenshot of Lara Logan post of uh, President of El Salvador saying the most powerful country in the world was falling so fast and something so big and powerful can't be destroyed so quickly unless the enemy comes from within. George Conway said nothing to see here. Um, just a former president of the United States sharing a social media post advocating or predicting civil war in the United States. No biggie. Um, I, it still should be a big deal, shouldn't it? I know we're not supposed to pay yes. attention to him, but I, I, well, here's the thing. Right now, there is a civil war going on inside the Republican Party. That The Dr. Oz McCormick fight is a great example of if it's not just a runaway with a bunch of nobodies in it, Trump's endorsement means nothing. And the quote-unquote establishment rhinos are the bigger enemy than the Democrats amongst them. So Trump is thinking civil war all the time, even beyond the United States, because quite quite frankly, the rest of the country has moved on. Most people are operating fairly normally you know i we're down here in the gas lamp in san diego where i was doing comedy shows this weekend and the nobody nobody knows the world's on the verge of nuclear war and just went through a pandemic they're walking around in micro mini skirts staggering in and out of bars you know (laughs) listening to like retro 80s dance music it's like they don't (laughs) they're not on troth sensual yeah so they're they're more worried about rhinos than they are worried about Dems this fall. And that's wonderful. Yeah, because well, that means it's all they're not going to show up. Trump also uh, shared a post from a user named Jarvis Patriot that called for all January 6th political prisoners to be freed, hmm. portraying the situation as a grandmother who took a selfie in the Capitol being jailed. All right. And then uh, Trump also. Uh, that's a Newsmax quote, by the way. They, that's the one they use on Newsmax all the time. A grandma taking a selfie and sure. they, all their shows. That's who that was. Not the not the guy who. And by the way, all those people who are close to that have all been released already. There yeah. are people who beat cops and their friend was standing right next to them, egging them on or but not physically helping. Those people went home. The only people who are still in jail in the D.C. jail are people who spit on cops, said, I'm not getting a vaccine. And I, if you let me out tomorrow, I'm going to do it again. Right. And that's what you do with those kind of criminals, no matter why they're he in. Also posted about the uh, complaining about the 2020 election and calling for Hillary Clinton to be locked up because I can't I can't hear that enough. Cause, cause I, everything's a reboot. <laughs> everything's a reboot. Oh, my God. It's. Can he shut up about that cake? Hillary's not going to jail ever. Right, ever. There's a good chance you are. Still a good (laughs) chance you are. Um, by the way, um, can you just uh you retweeted Mm -hmm. Nicholas tweeted uh a WikiLeaks like transparency organization without uh the ties to Russian Intel released a cache of emails from Hunter Biden's laptop. They show signs of tampering. Um, and you said this is why all you ma, ma hunter laptop dorks at the Washington Post can go pound sand. <laughs> you just said for sake. It's nice to see people come around to what I've been saying since 2020. But Christ, there is no Hunter Biden laptop. Can there you explain? One. Can you please explain how sparks? <laughs> just okay. when, we're, when we're hearing that Jared Kushner and Steve Mnuchin made, I don't know how many billions during and right Who, after the uh, yeah, Trump. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, twenty billion something uh, on on over the course of <sighs> or, or set up deals that will be worth that over the next ten years. 
Um, yeah, the 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 Hunter Biden for whatever the Washington Post put this story out that they finally got a chance to look at the the laptop and do a review of it. When in, if you read the article, and I did a whole show of it on infotainmentwars.com, where it's not actually the laptop; it's a hard drive called laptop. That's right. A, a, like a man <laughs> called horse will be a disappointment in bed. A hard drive <laughs> called laptop has a terrible screen. And just because you name something laptop does not mean you've seen the laptop. Secondly, it's the 10th generation of uh, copy of Trollbait sold to Rudy Giuliani by Russian sock puppets in Ukraine that was originally supposed to be put on a, on a laptop and dropped off at Keith Abloh's house where it would be discovered. He was that fox shrink, if you'll recall. Oh, God, yeah. On there, right? And and do and talk about how Hillary's psychotic and blah, blah, blah. He got busted for drugging and diddling his patients. So they had to move the plan to John Paul McIsaac. Yeah, the blind Scottish uh, repair shop man who they send in uh, a, a, you know, a, a Hunter Biden lookalike with three wet laptops and as long as he his accent was passing and he stayed more than six inches away from the guy's face, the guy couldn't pick him out of a lineup. Then, and this was the new detail. This is my favorite new detail. The John Paul McIsaac guy is suing Twitter and New York Times and all this stuff. Okay. And he, he, said, he said the FBI came to pick it up. Two agents. Can't name them. They're not on the receipt he got. No one knows who these people are. And that they said... At one point, you know, people who keep their mouth shut usually don't end up dead. That was, <laughs> and then allegedly, the, after they took the laptop and disappeared, they called him back later that day and said, "If Hunter Biden ever shows up to pick up the laptop, call us at this number and we'll bring it back." Oh my! What? God. What are you talking okay. about? Okay. Said okay. no one. Get uh, come on. Okay. Come on, Kevin in D.C. You're on with Hal. Hello, Kevin. Good morning. Ah, uh, another another man who speaks fluent nerd. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, I was just wondering. You know, you were talking about Trump, um, and I was thinking about how Germany, United States is probably the most famous country known, or at least the most uh, 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 praised for uh, fighting the Nazis back in the day, mm-hmm. and Germany since that time, has done everything they could to eradicate, erase any racist things that they did. You can't even put the Nazi symbol. And yet America, who again, is practically the poster boys for fighting them, now does things like, you know, people of my shade get slaughtered constantly, and then some Cretan calls in and, and tries to compare uh, one a black person here, they're doing something, as the national threat that the FBI has said of white supremacy. And uh, we have voting rights acts being, you know, and all that sort of thing. So I'm just wondering how a country who, again, is practically the poster boy for fighting Nazism, seems to creep dangerously close to the, the uh, authoritarianism and, and racism every day. It's very disturbing. Well, I mean, uh, there's, uh, there's a lot of reasons, uh, not, the, not the least of which is that as a, you know, as a racially and uh, ideologically pluralist society, we cling to that more than anywhere else, which is also why we, while we've come close as we've ever had, I would say with Trump, why we ultimately stayed away from Nazism because there was a, you know, running the joint because there were rules in place that allowed everybody to speak. Once you tighten those rules, once the Nazis get in position, 
then they can use those rules to broom everyone else out. So yeah. as uncomfortable as the Democratic, you know, uh, and small D Democratic conversation, well, this is we why have, they want to allow everybody. They want to ban the books that tell you the part that white exactly. replacement theory That's, is is the Third Reich, right? Ideology, but. That's yeah. right. And and in, in Germany, you can't even have the Tibetan symbol that the Nazis stole, which is not the Tibetans fault. Um, right. And KISS has to have a different logo in the country because the the two Jewish guys who uh, are the lead guys in the band, Paul Stanley, a.k.a. Stanley Eisen and Gene Simmons, a.k.a. Chaim Witz, um, <laughs> uh, have a band where the lightning bolt S's look too much like the Nazi SS. So you, they have to have a separate logo in the country. Right. That's you know, not only the you could combine heavy metal nerd knowledge with Nazi imagery, nerd mm-hmm. knowledge. Just yeah. Beautiful. No, I, I, no, of- I mean, it, it all comes together. You don't understand. I, I'm, I'm the new Q. I'm the new Q. Right. <laughs> I can link anything. Oh, I can all make right. anything link okay. together. Monkeypox. Monkeypox. <laughs> all right. Twenty minutes. Oh, we have to say we have to play that Alex Jones for him. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Um, now I've been asking this all morning. I, mm-hmm. I know it's been a while, but uh, as I understand it, there is um, a penis involved in yep. you know, pregnancy, pregnancy uh, yes. generally. And at some generally. point. At some point, yeah. And so I, this is not a women's issue. How do we reframe nope. this? Like I was saying, um, well, if nothing the, else, the... it starts at a quarter of your salary, child support. Like it, this is a men's issue as much it, as it's a women's this, issue. Yeah, it's, exactly. it's about the, freedom, first... isn't it? It's about, you know, everybody being able to make their own choices. Right. The um, the issue in this is, by the way, men have, uh, are, are, if you look at the polling, um, are, are drifting more, you know, they were solidly in the support, just like the general public. Um, and men's support of women's right to choose is actually growing. Women, on the other hand, have been drifting towards the Republican Party. The only polling shift that there's been is right-leaning independents going more to the Republican Party. They have closed some part of the gender gap with this reveal because there are a bunch of people who gave up on the Republican Party because they were single-issue voters about uh, about being anti-choice. And now that this is coming out, this is driving them back. The right. difference is, is that they're not going to vote because they're also the QAnon maggot crowd and they think the election's rigged and Trump has told them why bother to some degree. So that's right. the problem they're going to have this fall. But it's, you know, men are, you know, uh, statistically speaking, well in on on uh, on women's right to choose. The the problem I have with it with AOC's quotes there, and I understand where she's going and I appreciate her a lot, is that that is exactly the argument the right is using about 
these women forcing their choice, quote unquote, onto an unborn child. That's the exact same. You're forcing your, you know, you yeah. know, because you're bored or whatever. They have this awful view of women that, you know, that, like these people are literally talking about like women want to abort a baby after it's born. Like that's not abortion. That's just a murder. That's mm-hmm. just like, right. It's like, then that's, I mean, what is the death penalty? But a murder in the 7,000th trimester, whatever. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about at yeah. that point? So um, this this argument is uh, is a much more of a Gordian knot than folks think, and it yeah. isn't as cut and dried. And men are, like I said, polling the way, men are drifting in support. This of is their hyperbole where they're always like, they want to kill children in the ninth month, in the eighth month, when it's halfway right. out the birth canal. Like the, this guy that was pestering the doctor mm-hmm, at the sure. congressional hearing. About, about 1% of abortions are performed at 21 or more weeks into a pregnancy. That is typically at a stage because there is severe fetal uh, anomal- uh, anomalies or threats yeah. to the mother's life. Like it or is, both. Yes. Most of the time, it's both. Like you literally have a child that people it's, don't it's like hard. wait eight months and go. Ah, you know, I changed my mind. Yeah. It's not, it, it, yeah. We're talking about like not having a functioning brain. Its heart is outside its body. It's and it's attached to the uterine wall by its skin, so that when it is the birthing process will tear the woman to pieces. Yes. And that's when that happens. It is not because they're like, ah, you know what. I painted the room blue and I just decided I, I, I let's start over. Like it's absurd. Yeah. It's this. Yeah. I, and it shows, I think it's more about this misogynistic view of what they think women's intellectual capacity is like, or moral culpability. I mean, there's obviously some leftover, like you started the whole Apple thing. I mean, I know I bid it after <laughs> and I, but you made me like there's some, you know, leftover oh Garden of Eden crap. Also, not there. to mention a lot of their witnesses are. Uh, did you see the House Judiciary? So this mm-hmm. uh, hearing uh, last week concerning abortion access, an expert witness that would be by Republicans. Right. Mm-hmm. Expert, yes. Right. Mm-hmm. She uh, made a head scratcher of a claim that Washington, D.C. is literally pow- powered by Burning fetuses, yes. burning fetuses, yeah. burning fetuses. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Dude, she look. said, no, hang on. Uh, um, mm? She said uh, bodies are thrown in medical waste bins and in places like Washington, D.C. burned to power the lights of cities, homes, and streets. Uh, Americans United for Life President Catherine somebody, somebody, somebody said. Let that image sink in for a moment. The next time you turn on the light, think of the incinerators. Think of what we're doing to ourselves so callously and so numbly. Um, Amanda tweeted, Republicans aren't even trying to make their lies sound plausible. Yeah. Anymore. I don't understand why people don't just immediately play a clip of Trump going, we're energy independent for the first time ever. This is we've getting like we're getting all of our energy from domestic sources. Sure, it was my idea to use babies to fuel things, but they're homegrown. They're American babies. American babies first is my so- energy policy. <laughs> As of October 2021, just in case anyone cares, Uh 93% of the district's power generation came from natural gas, coal, and nuclear power plants. Uh, Wind and other renewables, not fetuses, comprise the remaining 7%. So they are 0% of the fetus. Well, I mean, as anybody, yeah, I mean, first of all, it's not about lighting the fetus. It's keeping it lit. That's the hard part. Uh (laughs) Jeez. Oh, my God. How Louise Sparks. Sparks. (laughs) Look, I am making a joke not about the the setting on fire of children to power I know the what lights, you're... but the absurdity of the claim. Yes. <laughs> Steve in Chicago, you're on with your, your homeboy. Yes. <laughs> Hi, Steve. Hi, Hello. Steve. 
Hello, yes, thank you for taking my call. And, and I think that it's an important Even discussion the because we've, we've allowed... We're, yes, exactly. Well, we've, we've allowed the right to corner us because you'll have some debate in which somebody talks about things like partial birth abortion. There is no such term in the medical community. So, right. you know, you'll, I mean, the fetal heartbeat, say, well, Bill, I, there is not a heartbeat mm-hmm. at six weeks. Any doctor will tell you that. Exactly. There is not a fetal heartbeat. Exactly. It's an electrical it, it, pulse. They're, they're having these debates with us based on a faulty premise, and we allowed them to have that, to, to uh, establish the terms under which we debate, and I think that that's a mistake. Yeah. And, and, and to frame us all as somehow, you know, um, I'm for a woman's right to choose, but no, uh, I'm not one of these people who, uh, who would say, and, and if we decided to wipe the slate clean and create brand new legislation on this, I'm not one of these people who would be comfortable with saying, okay, a woman is eight months pregnant and she just broke up with her boyfriend, the father of the child, was found some new guy, and now she wants to have an abortion. I'm not comfortable with that. And guess what? The vast majority of people who want uh, to have right. a, a want, want a, to secure a woman's right to choose are not comfortable with that. So let's stop you know, allowing them to label us all as wanting abortion on demand, that you can have it, and we're just fine. You want to walk in eight and a half months pregnant and get an abortion, those of us who support a woman's right to choose, we're fine with that. We are not all fine with that, and we have never been fine with right. that. Right. All right. And that is, already, that is already not legal yes. under, okay. It's well, like, as you exactly, said, but, it is a tiny right 1% of the cases, and it's an extreme medical yeah. emergency for yeah. the mother and or the but child. He, yes. he makes a great point about them setting the terms for the argument. Yeah. And the idea that there is no such thing as a partial birth oh, abortion. Let's talk. Let's talk. Start with them calling themselves pro-life. Yeah. Right. Oh my exactly. God. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're they're pro uh, uh, Vladimir Putin's life. Apparently, like they're pro Russian life at yeah. this point. The Ukrainians got to lay down and take it. But yeah. the, the you know we should just the MTGs of the world like we should just look. You're going to lose some Ukrainians, but it's better in the short term if we just get it over with. And just let them lose Wait, rather you, than support oh, them. Oh, now you did it. We always hurt the ones we love. You brought up Marjorie Taylor Greene, didn't you? Oh, God. All right. I think oh. we're going to inflict 15 on him. Because, ah. okay. you know, you know why, Hal? Because monkey pox. Wa- yeah. poo, poop water. Poo water. Wait do you hear this. So why what? is Bill Gates running everything? Why does he get to decide that? You know, Bill Gates, I want to remind everyone, he wants to grow fake meat in a Petri dish. And he wants us to drink poop water. So I don't know why we're letting Bill Gates decide our health decisions. But here's the deal. Uh, Bill Gates is very concerned about monkeypox because this is something apparently he can make a lot of money off of and him and his other buddies. But in the blue, 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 blue state of Massachusetts, someone has contracted monkeypox. Perhaps they got it from Canada, from Justin Trudeau's lovely country up there. And then even now they're reporting monkeypox cases in Sweden and Italy. That is disgusting. Um, okay. How? First of all, your um, thoughts look, on her thoughts or lack thereof. <laughs> um, I, I don't know what, uh, geographically her her belief that what? Massachusetts poop, poop and water. Canada are attached. Also, Let's start water. there. Right. There's exactly. a river of poop, that Bill Gates wants us to drink poo water. I'm sure that's in reference to like filtration. Right. And, yeah. and, and coming up with a better system to purify water. Sure. So that bastard, can, bastard right. person. Yeah. And not us, by the way, most countries like third world countries and developing countries where they really have a problem with sewage and those kind of things. God forbid you would want those people to survive and drink clean drinking water. And the only source 
is you know is used and reused and reused and stuff. Sure. India has a, a very big problem with water, for example. Uh, Maybe that's what she's can, talking about. Can I, can I point out that nah. there's, there's only a finite amount of water on Earth, yeah. and throughout yeah. all of history, I, every single bit of that water has touched poo at some point. Yeah, right. And especially, uh, well, I mean, I'm she not, ought to I'm with, not, the, with the amount uh, of all right. she talks. I yeah. mean, I would... Exactly. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Like she, she's got it. It's all over the rim of the glass. All right. So let's the... go. <laughs> let's go magically back to Jenny Thomas because I slammed you into a hard break. Yes. But okay. So, so Jenny Thomas is, for all legal purposes, a rando citizen, and rando citizens can call the AG of whoever and say, "You guys need to look into this." The problem is, is that those AGs are going to go, this is the wife of a sitting Supreme Court justice. Yeah. I, if I listen to her, it will help me out. But from from a legal standpoint, I mean, the implication a, is just do this. The Supreme Court will take care of the rest. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And the problem is there are no rules about the family of SCOTUS right. um, because it's a lifetime appointment. And you would almost have no one, you know, go, by the way, your whole family for the rest of your life can't do this, can't do this, can't do this, can't do this. And so the idea is that they, they've created this like interpersonal ethics issue within the SCOTUS that never gets used, that's supposed to patch that gap that, you know, normally in a, in a functioning society that isn't run by a, a third generation loser who, uh, you know, rich, rich kid loser who was friends with Jeffrey Epstein, you wouldn't normally have these problems. Yeah. But in the case of Clarence Thomas and the rest of these guys, that's, this is a real severe issue. Yeah. Um, so th there's going to need to be some kind of separation between the two of it where people can get, there's got to be some teeth in this law. And there just isn't right now because of their fear that nobody will ever be a SCOTUS again. Um, okay, let's skip to Rick Scott because mm -hmm. as you labeled this, flirting with racism. Was this him talking about, you know, should we condemn white Supremacy? Yeah. Okay. No good. So you would tell all Senate Republicans running for election that they need to, each and every one of them, condemn white nationalism? Well, I tell people what I believe. Um, and, you know, every, every Senate candidate on both sides is going to decide what's important to them. But you would advise what's important them. To the you, you think of their state. But I can tell you, I'm clear. So oh, the they, yes. If they ask me, I would say, for, be clear. Be clear. I mean, we do not believe, none of us, I don't think any American should believe in white supremacy or hatred of any kind. I mean, that's wrong. Okay. Senator Scott, thank you for joining us today. Mm. 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 Um, yes. Uh, hate, hatred of any kind. That's adorable. Because um, <laughs> like, both sides do to, it, right. Yeah, exactly. Way to, like, water down. Like, we're, no, we're not talking about, like, ugh, I hate Duran Duran. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, right, how it comes on. And yet I keep dancing every time it comes on. Like, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about very specific, active, militaristic, dangerous, and dynamic form of hate that's caused some, you know, some mass shootings, you know, lately. And the threat, the, remember this time last year, when the Biden administration, when they first came in, were starting to put together a, a, a working task group on domestic terrorism, the kind of stuff like we saw in Buffalo that they were warning about a year ago. And all over Newsmax, OAN and Fox, they were saying they're trying to turn the law against white people for just being white and domestic terror. The, the biggest threat they're saying the biggest threat is Americans like, no, the biggest domestic threat is Americans. That's what makes it a domestic threat. And specifically, right. there are three groups. There's white nationalists, black nationalists, and other. Yeah. And, that, and there's a huge drop-off after white nationalists 
um, in terms of impact on our society. Yeah, yeah. They are the biggest and can concern. I just say, I've been saying this all morning. You know how I feel like Herschel Walker is like a perfect example of how deep GOP's racism go. Mm-hmm. They're they're like, oh, Raphael Warnock, oh, black guy, we have a black guy. I mean, it's just right. that's Doesn't right. Yes. They did it with you know their misogyny with oh, you have Hillary, we have Sarah Palin, same right, right, vagina. Well, yeah, and the idea and, is is that but, they're not going to find somebody qualified to go up against them. But he's of not that only same race. not qualified. I was glad that this was a former yeah. Republican Party campaign consultant, Tara Setmeyer. Have you seen her, Setmeyer? She was on. Uh, TV yesterday, um, she said, um, you know, this just gave Senator Warnock a much greater chance at winning re-election in November. He's been doing yep. an excellent job as senator. He's very well respected in the state. I've met him, Hal, and gotten to see him speak in person. He's yeah. everything you think he is. He is yeah. the absolute 180 degree opposite of Herschel Walker. Right. He is. Anyway, she, she went on to say, then you compare him to an absolute degenerate like Herschel Walker. This is a Republican strategist. She right. said he's a degenerate loser, liar, fraud, and domestic abuser. And this is someone who the Republican Party has backed as their Senate candidate. Shame on Mitch McConnell and everyone else who has put up with the sham that Herschel Walker is. What an embarrassment. I mean, not only is he a liar, he lied about graduating top of his class in Georgia. Let's be honest. He's also has a violent history against women police officers. He's talked openly about murderous thoughts. I mean, really? Not only that, mm. it just came out recently. I believe it was the AP report. There are questions about his role in a veterans charity which is something that he's used as a point in his biography and his resume something he's done working with veterans there's questions about the role he played there and whether uh, he preyed on veterans and scammed the government this is so on brand for donald trump and who he supports i mean right. and this is not only the, the one one of a string of domestic abusers he's supported mm-hmm. right well yeah i mean obviously birds of a feather and and he that's what he looks for you know fellow travelers in his you know in his behavior set but also they don't think anybody they don't think black people or women in the upper echelon of this are qualified so it doesn't matter if they find a person who's qualified of the same race to go okay we're going to run somebody because we think that that's necessary in this zone like they don't genuinely think Women are qualified. Look at Sarah Palin. Again, 70% likability rating when she was running with McCain, 20% electability in the Republican Party. They they don't think women should be in positions of power. It was a mockery of, of them competing. That's why they made her VP. Yeah. You know, right.